ربنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما يا ارحم الراحمين I request if you don't have anything very important to please be seated because this is uh, extremely important Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of his mercy he sent us what they call in Arabic nafahat seasons that are better than others and every once in a while we got those seasons and they are gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accumulate as many hasanat as possible when we have a wedding we have a graduation we have a big thing going on in our life we plan way ahead wallahi akhwan if we really understand and know the virtue and the weight of these 10 days that they are coming wallahi we will start planning two months before right after ramadan we will start planning for this why because these days they are so important, so precious, that Al-Azim himself, Allah, swore by them. Allah can swear by any of his creation. But we as Muslims, we are not allowed to swear except by Allah. We have a, we have a habit in our countries. I don't know about a lot of the Arab countries. They swear by their father, by their mother. They swear by the Kaaba, they swear by the, many things. This is not allowed. This is not allowed. First of all, the Muslim is supposed to be always truthful and does, he does not need to swear. But if you have to swear, you only swear by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he could swear by anything he wants. So he swore by these days when he said, Open the books of tafsir and look what does layal ashr mean you will find that this means the first 10 days of the hijjah the first 10 days of the hijjah this is one of the main things that make these days very virtuous is that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself swore by them second rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam if you read the ahadith about the reward and the virtue of these days, you would see that Rasulullah who is the most eloquent person ever, used words about these days that he never used any about any other days. He said in the most famous hadith, مَا مِنْ أَيَّامِ الْعَمَلِ الصَّالِحِ أَحَبِّ إِلَى اللَّهِ مِنَ الْعَمَلِ فِي أَيَّامِ الْعَشْرِ أَوْ فِي هَذِهِ الْعَشْرِ No days in the first hadith, he used the word أَحَبْ Most Beloved no amal is most beloved to Allah than the amal, than the righteous deeds done in these 10 days. One hadith, he used the word ahab. Another hadith, he used the word afdal. Another hadith, he used the word a'zam. Greater, more superior about the amal saliha done in these 10 days. Now, listen to this. The Sahaba's mind immediately went to jihad. 
Not salat, zakat, hajj. They immediately, Ya Rasulullah, not even jihad. Not even jihad fi sabilillah. Rasulullah sallallahu said, not even jihad. Not even jihad fi sabilillah is better than the a'mal done in these 10 days. Rasulullah sallallahu made one exception. One exception of a person that has two characteristics. The only amal that is more beloved to Allah than the actions in these 10 days is a man or a person who goes to jihad and he will not come back with himself or with his money. What does that mean? That means if a person went to jihad from 11 Dil Hijjah, All the way, one year, he kept on making jihad till one Dil Hijjah of the next year. And he came back. He came back. The amal in these 10 days, the person who was giving sadaqah in these 10 days, the person who was fasting in these 10 days, the person who was reading Quran in these 10 days is better than that mujahid. That's what the hadith said. <laughs> if he comes back, the only amal that is better than the a'mal done in these 10 days is he goes and he never comes back. Allahu Akbar. I want you to feel what's coming up. I want you to feel it. Ma min ayyam. Rasulullah he did not say ma min ayyam and then he said between brackets except Ramadan. Ma min ayyam. No days. No days open. The ulama said because the last 10 days of Ramadan are very virtuous, they said the nights, the last 10 nights of Ramadan are the best nights of the year. But daytime, daytime, the best, the first 10 days of the Hijjah are better in the daytime than the last 10 days of Ramadan. Allahu Akbar. And the Dalil, مَا مِنْ أَيَّامِ الْعَمَلِ الصَّالِحِ أَحَبُّ إِلَى اللَّهِ مِنَ الْعَمَلِ فِي أَيَّامِ الْعَشْرِ No days. Third reason for the virtue of these days. The only time of the year that all five pillars of Islam are gathered are these ten days. Shahada is every day. There is Salat, right? There is Siyam of Arafah. There is sadaqat all the time, the nahr, this is sadaqah, and there's hajj. That's the only time of the year that all five pillars meet. No other time of the year. You might have four of them, maybe in Ramadan, but you will never have the hajj except in these 10 days. Another reason that these 10 days are precious is that they have arafah in them. Yawm arafah, the day that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala boasts to the angels about all the people in Arafah and he tells them, look at my slaves coming from everywhere, asking me. Tell them I've forgiven everything, subhanAllah. May Allah forgive all our sins. In these days also, the best day of the year, the hadith of Rasulullah the best day of the year is Yawm Ish. Huh? Somebody said it. Some people think it's Arafah, but it's not Arafah. It is Yawm al-Nahr. Eid al-Adha. 
the hadith said the best day of the year is Yawmun Nahr the day of Adha now Arafah is big but if you ask according to the hadith the best day of the year is Yawmun Nahr so it is included in these 10 days also now if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kept me alive to witness these days which inshallah ta'ala we always go by the moon sighting so approximately if today is 27 tomorrow 28 of the qaida sunday will be 29 so either monday or tuesday if the qaida is 30 days then it will start tuesday if the qaida is 29 days then it will start monday and usually the uh, hijjah you will know ahead of time when is the eid because there's 10 days so inshallah ta'ala we will find out and the minute i find out then i have to start or from have to start planning from now because if it is monday i'm ready i have the plan already what are we gonna do number one ya akhwan. before we start the ibadat we have to clean the house cleanse please don't go into these days and you have any kind of ill feelings toward anybody please whoever it is the closer it is the closer the person to you in relationship the more he or she is deserving of your forgiveness if you have problem with your parents number one Make sure you clean it before you go into these days. You have a problem with your spouse, with your wife, with your husband, please. With your son, with your daughter, with your cousin, with your brother, with your sister, your neighbor, with your brother in the masjid. Make sure you go into these days. Before these days come, you text your brother, you call your brother, and you tell him, brother, for the sake of Allah, please, let's go in the best 10 days of the year with a clean heart. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive me and you. We all know, ya akhwan, Wallahi ya akhwan, if we just understand and comprehend this hadith that Rasulullah said that my a'mal will be on hold, on hold. When Monday and Thursday the a'mal are presented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, everything will be lifted except, except the people who have shuhna. They have fight with each other. They do not speak to each other. Their amal are on hold. So I worried. I, I worked so hard in the, in the ten days of the Hijjah. I fasted. I we're gonna mention all the things, and I did everything. And then they're all standing right here because I have a fight with my cousin for five years. He borrowed a thousand dollars. He never gave it to me. His wife fought with my wife, and we uh, because the kids said something, and we haven't spoken in, in, in six months. Everything on hold. So what is that amal? What did that person do that deserve that my amal will be on hold? All it takes, Shaykh, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. I'm not telling you become best friends and go visit each other every single day. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. May Allah give you barakah in these 10 days. Done. For the sake of Allah. Like I always repeat, maybe that person does not even deserve it. He's so bad. She's so bad. But I'm not working with you. I don't deal with you. I deal with Allah. He ordered me, I'm doing it for him. So then the amal will become easy. Because for Allah, we do anything. So start these days by forgiving everybody. Go in there with clean heart. Second, we always start with the fard. 
I cannot tell you uh, read Quran and you are not praying on time. We always start with the fard because this is the first thing we will be questioned about is the fard. Then the nawafil and the sunan come. But the main thing is the fard. So, my brother, my sister, if you are neglectful of your salat, make sure this should be the start of praying every salat on time, no matter what happens, no matter where you are. Every salat on time. Sister, when you hear the adhan on your phone, at home, immediately leave everything, Allahu Akbar, and start praying. My brother, my advice to you, please, please, just in these 10 days, train yourself. MashaAllah, I'm looking at the faces, and I, I know that these faces are people of Fajr and Jama'ah, most of them. For the brothers who do not come to Fajr and Jama'ah, Fajr and congregation, please, let's make it a habit these 10 days. Let's start coming to the masjid these 10 days. Everything is multiplied. Everything is multiplied. How, Ya Allah, who can guarantee me I'm going to live and witness another time, another chance of the 10 days of the Hijjah? I don't know if I'm going to make it to this 10 days of the Hijjah. So if Allah kept me alive, He's given me another chance to accumulate more hasanat. So inshallah, those 10 days, let's make a promise from now that every Fajr and Isha at least, because the rest of the days, the rest of the salawat, maybe I'm at work, but at least Fajr and Isha, I am at home, huh? or before I go to work, or when I come back at work, at least those 10 days, Fajr and Isha in the masjid. Agree, brothers? Let me hear you, Bismillah, Yalla. Allahu Akbar, agree, inshallah. Whoever is coming, say takbir. I didn't say, say Allahu Akbar, say takbir. <laughs> So inshallah ta'ala, everybody inshallah ta'ala, Fajr and Isha, these 10 days in the masjid. Plus, you know, you, you, you attend the, the, the lectures and the halaqat, and Allahu Akbar, you are surrounded by the angels, just like we are right now. Allah will mention your name. Subhanallah, a lot of reward, a lot of reward. So first is salawat, fard in, in jama'ah. Second, whomsoever some people are neglectful of the sunan, Maybe they neglect Sunnah Duhr. Maybe they neglect Sunnah Al-Isha. Maybe they do not pray Duha. Maybe يعني, they just pray the Fard only. Let's make these 10 days as a beginning to start concentrating on the Sunnah. Why? Because the Sunnah, ya akhwan, you know, if there's any holes, any defects, any shortcomings in my Fard, I was neglectful. I always get distracted in my Salat. Like the hadith said, does my abd have any nafil? Allah would ask, and he is the all-knowing. Does my slave have any extra ibadat to cover for all these holes that happened in the salawat? If there's nothing, then you have a problem. But if you have a lot of nafil going on, then we'll take from here and cover all these holes here. So increase the a'mal, increase the nafil in these days as much as, as you can. Then we come to... Because Rasulullah Sallallahu keep in mind, he said, Al-amal salih righteous deeds. What comes under righteous deeds is everything good. Everything. Tayyib, what is the longest, the longest righteous deed? What is it? 
Siyam, right? Fasting. 15 hour righteous deed. Salat, maybe five, ten minutes. Huh? But 15 hour righteous deed is Siyam. Can I fast the whole nine days? Allahu Akbar. Why not? There's a hadith. An Aisha radiallahu anha that Rasulullah sallallahu never fasted the nine days. Qat. Lam yasumha qat. And there's a hadith on Hafsa, wife of Rasulullah sallallahu It says he never left fasting the nine days. How can we reconcile between both two wives of the Prophet sallallahu One is saying he never, one is saying he never left fasting it. The ulama said, that on the days of Aisha, maybe Rasulullah was not fasting. They combined by they reconciled between the two ahadith. They said, in order to reconcile between two ahadith, because they are both sahih, fast as much as you can. Fast as much as you can. And another interpretation, they said, when Aisha said he never fasted the nine days, she, he, she meant that he never fasted the whole nine days. Because when Rasulullah said, Al-amal salih a righteous deed is most beloved to Allah in these days. And we all know, As-siyamu li. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the hadith al-Qudsi, Siyam is for me. It's so rewarding. And we all know Asiyam La Idla Lah. There's nothing equivalent to Siyam. No, nothing equivalent to fasting. And we all know Mansama Yawm Fi Sabilillah Ba'ad Allah Bainahu Wabaina Jahannam Sabina Kharifa. Allah will keep him away from hell seventy years. So it's a very virtuous deed. We all know and we have no doubt that fasting is a great deed. It's a great amal. So what do I do? fast as much as I can. I want to fast the whole nine, alhamdulillah. I want to fast three, four, five days, Allahu Akbar. No problem. But, if you want to say, Brother Bajur, Siyam bothered me a lot and I can't fast all these days, I would recommend and I would tell you, please, fast the ninth. At least fast the ninth, which is the day of, of Arafah. Definitely, we'll have some talks before that. But just in case, Rasulullah said, Whomsoever fast the day of Arafah, what happened, Sheikh? What happened? Two years of sins are forgiven. One past, one coming. Allahu Akbar. Yani, you're talking about 12 hours of fasting. Huh? Let's do some math. I like the math. 12 hours of fasting will delete. 24 months. Yani one hour will delete two months of <laughs> two months of of sins. Yani one minute will delete one day. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. So how can I let that go? Make sure you fast, your children, everybody in the family fast. If I fast the whole days, Allahu Akbar, alhamdulillah. If I can't, just at least the ninth. But because if you are as sinful as I am, Wallahi, I'm intending to fast the whole nine days because I need a lot of hasanat, ya akhwan. 
I need I, I, so bad every hasana I can grab. I have no clue if my siyam was accepted in the past 30, 40 years. Allahu a'lam. So I need so bad. So I'm looking forward for these days to come. I know it's very hard. You know why? It's harder than Ramadan. Why? In Ramadan, everybody's fasting, and if you don't fast, it's a sin. Here, if you don't fast, it's not a sin. In Ramadan, it helps you, it encourages you. The shayateen are chained. Now the shayateen are not chained. They're going to come to you and tell you, forget about Bajur. This guy talks too much. In, in Ramadan, he was chained. Now he's going to tell you, listen, this is optional. <laughs> you don't have to fast. MashaAllah, you're, you're a big sheikh. You have a lot of hasanat. No, 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 no. I, have, I don't have any hasanat. I need every single hasana. So inshaAllah ta'ala, whatever you can, as much as you can. Again, I repeat, it's not a sin. It's not a sin not to fast. If you fast, alhamdulillah. If you don't fast, you're not sinful. But, you know when the, when the kid, he wants to get A plus in the exam. He finished A, all the exam, all the questions. And then the end, there was a bonus question. If you answer it, you get 10 points. I want those 10 points. Because <laughs> I don't know what I did up there. So, fasting is one of the greatest ibadat. There's one beautiful hadith that said, whomsoever his life ends while he was fasting, he will enter Jannah. Man kana akhir Whomsoever his last, last amal was siyam, this is a sign of good end. It's a sign of a good end. Third, there's a neglected sunnah neglected sunnah in these days that hardly anybody practice and we at epic we are going to revive it ready are you ready because what happens when you revive a sunnah what happens what happens when you revive a sunnah everybody who did it you will get the same reward what is that sunnah anybody want to guess what is that sunnah that's neglected in these days Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar La ilaha illallah Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar Walillahi alhamd All ten days, you hardly see anybody doing it Umar radiallahu anhu, Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu Used to walk in the market and scream And everybody start repeating And you know, they remember, oh takbir Rasulullah sallallahu said No amal is most beloved to Allah than any amal done in these days فَأَكْثِرُوا مِنَ التَّهْلِيلِ وَالتَّحْمِيدِ وَالتَّكْبِيرِ وَالتَّسْبِيحِ So say abundantly Subhanallah, walhamdulillah La ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar Extra Hardly anybody does it So when you're coming to the masjid for fajr Allahu akbar, Allahu akbar La ilaha illallah Allahu akbar, Allahu akbar Walillahi alhamd Subhanallah, walhamdulillah All We mentioned that before I will repeat it just to remind you Look at the ayat in the Quran where Allah mentions the word dhikr. Remembrance. You will find right next to it the word ish. Huh? Kathira. Kathira. Ya ayuha alladhina amanu dhkurullaha dhikran wadhakirin allaha kathiran wadhakirat. Everywhere you see dhikr. Every ibadah is limited to a certain time, certain place, certain amount. Except dhikr, unlimited. The same ayah, Allah said, As-sa'imina was-sa'imat. 
He mentioned all the ibadat, but he never said kathiran except about dhikr. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to talk about the munafiqeen, the hypocrites, the hypocrites, he did not say they do not remember Allah, the hypocrites. No, they do remember Allah. But what happened? They still remember Allah, but qaleel. Yani the one who remembers Allah qaleel is one of the munafiqeen, one of signs of nifaq. Qaleel. Just hardly. Subhanallah. So all day long in these 10 days, and inshallah ta'ala, this is not only on the 10 days. The 10 days are a charge for the rest of your life. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. If you know the virtue of these four words, Allahu Akbar. Needs a lecture by itself. The most beloved words to Allah. Khayrun li mimma tala'at alayhi shams. Rasulullah said, to say these words is better than the whole dunya and everything in it. And the most beloved words to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Rasulullah once he was holding a, a, a branch with leaves and he shook it and the leaves start falling. He said, you see how the leaves are falling? They said, yes, ya Rasulullah. He said, when you say subhanallah, walhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah, Allah akbar, all your sins will fall just like the, the leaves are falling from this branch. So how can I waste, I mean, does not even need wudu. <laughs> Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. All the time. So we mentioned salat on time. We mentioned siyam, fasting. We mentioned dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Some of us are going to hajj this year, which is the best amal ever to be done in these 10 days. But some of us cannot go for one reason or another. They cannot afford it financially. Some people cannot afford it physically and they could not go. طيب, how can I get Hajj and Umrah in Plano? I could not go to Hajj, but I can get the Ajr of Hajj. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, we've been practicing this Sunnah in this Masjid every Sunday. Every Sunday, we sit down, we pray Fajr and Jama'ah, we have a small halaqa, and we stay till Shuruq, and we pray two rak'ah. Rasulullah said, Man salla al-fajr fi jama'ah. First condition. My brothers, you pray fajr in jama'ah. Second, you stay in the same masjid, in the same place. You can move in the masjid, but the same masjid. Third, remembering Allah. Whether it's a halaqa, reading Quran, making dhikr, adhkar al-sabah, remembering Allah. Fourth, you wait till the sun to rise. After that, at that specific time, it's makruh to pray. So you wait 10-15 minutes after that, and you pray two rak'ah. What happened? Hajj and Umrah, Tamma, 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 Allahu Akbar. The reward of Hajj and Umrah without spending a penny, without leaving your, your family, without leaving your, your town, without leaving anything. Hajj and Umrah. Why don't I have nine Hajj? Nine Hajj these days. Look, aim high, aim high. If it was told to us, if you stay till Shuruq, Huh? Honestly, between you and me and the people who are watching, <laughs> I'm not going to tell anybody. But if it was told to us, if you stay to Shuruq every single day and you pray to Raka, $5,000. You would call your family overseas, make sure I come this 10 days, uh, plane was giving $5,000. <laughs> 
everybody will tell everybody, come. They're giving $5,000 in epic. But when you say Hajj and Umrah, Alhamdulillah, brother, it's okay, inshallah, next year. Leish, ya habibi. Are you taking the $5,000 with you? No, but you're taking Hajj and Umrah with you, right? So inshallah ta'ala, let's aim high, be ambitious, you know. I want to get as many, as many Hajj and Umrah as possible. Reading the Quran. We have a group here in the masjid. We decided, inshallah ta'ala, anybody would like to join, ahala wa We're going to finish the Quran in these 10 days. Who's with me? In reading. 10 days, three juz a day. I will check up on you. Raise your hand. Whoever, who would like to go with me? Takbir, Abdullah. Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillah, it's not a fundraising, ya shabab. <laughs> Raise your hand, ya akhi. The hasanat raising. <laughs> hasanat raising. Takbir. Three juz a day, shahid. Three juz a day. Huh? You sit down after Fajr, we're going to sit for Shuruq anyway, right? So, Alhamdulillah, we read two, three juz. Alhamdulillah, Allahu Akbar. Every letter, every letter, ten hasana. Allah. And this is in regular days, not in the days that they are the most beloved amal to Allah. What is the multiplication on that day? It's only known to the Rahim. And for the sisters, I don't want the sisters to think that we will not get, get the ajr of Hajj and Umrah. One of our ulama was asked, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all adl, he's the just. He said, the sister, same thing, inshaAllah. She will get the same reward, she gets up, and the sister is supposed to have a musalla in her home. Right? To have an own place at home. This is where she prays all the time. So if your sister gets up for Fajr and she stays in her musalla, remembering Allah till shuruq and she prays two rak'ah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not make this amal only for the men. No. Man amira salihan min dhakarin aw untha. Male or female. So inshallah ta'ala, sister will get the same, same reward. Now, we come to a very important amal. Sadaqa, charity. We all know the virtue of charity. Infaq, fi sabilillah. Wallahi ya akhwan, our brothers and sisters are suffering all over the world, and we all know that. And I'm sure, if you're like me, you have a member of your family overseas that is miskeen, or a faqir, right? Who doesn't have that? Our, our, our countries are, are boiling. How beautiful it is to send them something in these 10 days so they can, just like you, are happy and looking forward for the Eid, they will also be looking forward for the Eid. My cousin in Texas, he sent me $500. May Allah reward him. May Allah bless him. May Allah, Allahu Akbar. Such a beautiful dua they're making for you in these 10 days. And that two, three hundred, whatever you can afford, it's not going to bother you at all. At all. If you go outside right now and you see the kids while they're praying, they shattered your, your, your windshield. Subhanallah, the three hundred does come from nowhere. The car did not start tomorrow, new battery, new starter. Three, four hundred comes. But when we say, send to your brother, help your sister, help an orphan, uh, brother, Expenses, first, you know, beginning of the month, insurance, mortgage, all kinds of stuff. Allah, ya khwan, the sadaqa, the sadaqa is the only thing that, you know, subhanallah, you deposit here and you withdraw in the akhirah. Such a great, great, great. The only money that you will take with you is your sadaqa that you gave. 
the rest of the money is going to stay and be going to be wasted by your children. This I'm investing now for the akhirah. Find the family. You know, the Eid comes and some of our family members do not have new clothes, do not even have food to eat. So subhanAllah, when I send that 50, 100 dollars, whatever it is, whatever you can afford, لا يكلف الله نفسا إلا وسعها, whatever you can afford. But don't let these days, and let's say, let's assume you want to give 500 dollars. Huh? Divide it on nine days. So you will be giving a sadaqah every single day. Every single day a sadaqah. On your way out at the masjid, 10 dollars. Don't let a day pass by without giving a sadaqah a dollar. Whatever you can. With the intention. The reward is not by the amount. The reward is by the intention. I can, Allah knows that I can't afford what you can afford. And he can't afford what she can afford. Allah knows. But Allah wants to know. Allah knows that you are trying your best to please him. This is what matters. This is what matters. So whatever you can afford. I know brothers that send the money overseas already and they told their family please don't give it now wait <laughs> wait till the 10th of the hijjah and then you give it because they're investing great investment with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the last one just because of the time because the, the, the hadith is open any amal salih I'm just reminding you and reminding myself of some of the amal salih but any amal salih my young brothers in the crowd Saying yes to your father, helping your mother at home. Huh? This is Amal Salih. Being obedient to your parents. This is Amal Salih. You'll be rewarded immensely for it. Any kind of obedience to the parents is Amal Salih. Smiling in your brother's face is Amal Salih. So the last Amal is, Ya Akhwan, is one of, probably one of the best. And now especially with the days being shorter, Qiyam al-Layl. Qiyam al-Layl. When does Qiyam al-Layl start? Qiyam al-Layl start after Isha. You finished your Isha. You finished the Sunnah of Isha. Then after that you decided, I want to pray two rak'ah Qiyam. Is that considered Qiyam? Yes. It's Layl. Isn't Layl now? You finished all your duties. Now you want to pray Qiyam. The best Qiyam is the last part of the night, which is before Ish, before Fajr. Before Fajr. Fajr, let's say, let's say 5.35, whatever. 5.15, 5 o'clock, I get up and I pray two rak'ah, four rak'ah, whatever you can handle. Keep in mind, every amal is multiplied in these days. There are brothers amongst us here. I know they don't want me to name them. They get up every single night with one juzu. Wake up, brother. There are people next to you. They are dealing with Allah. They're making tijara. One juzu a night. They get up with one juzu every single night. One hour, one hour and a half. Ya Akhwan, why not me? They're not better than me. They're not better than me. This is what we should race and compete and, 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 and musara'a, musabaqa to Allah. You're making one hour, I'm going to get up one hour and a half. This is the way to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I don't know if I'm going to make it another day or not or so. I was talking to a brother yesterday. 
And we, subhanAllah, we know each other for 20 years. He said, brother, Bajur, you know that you turned 49 this year. I told him, ah, Ali, I'm going to turn 50 next month. I know exactly when is your birthday. And the brother Bajur, remember 20 years ago when you, see, when you used to see a guy who's 50 years old, we used to say, Khalas, that guy is gone 50 years. Khalas, he's, he's dead. When he used to be kids, right? Like 9, 10 years old. And you see somebody 50, 55, oof, finish. <laughs> now when we become 50, we talk about the guys who are 90. Oh, <laughs> subhanAllah. So days are going by so fast. So fast. Wallahi. Yani, I have no clue. I, I want to accumulate as much as I can. Now, alhamdulillah, we are healthy, we, are, we can move, we can do things. Let's take advantage. Two rak'ah. I mentioned the story before, I will mention it again, subhanAllah. Zubaydah, the wife of Harun al-Rashid. Zubaydah, the wife of Harun al-Rashid, she made imdadat. She made... Uh, uh, huh? Yeah, she, she, she helped in providing water for the hujjaj in Mina. She helped, she made all the needed stuff to get the water to the people in Mina. And we all know that Rasulullah said, the best sadaqah you could ever give is, ish, water, huh? So she providing water, not to everybody, to the hujjaj. Yani, huge reward, huge. So she died. Somebody saw her in a dream. Ma Allahu biki ya Zubaydah. What happened to you, Ya Zubaydah? She said, Alhamdulillah, I'm in the highest place in Jannah. So the person who saw in the dream, he said, is it because of that water you did in Mina? She said, no, there's nothing. It was those two short rak'ah I used to make in the middle of the night. Two rak'ah in the middle of the night. Rukayat, not rak'ahat. Rukayat, small, quick. Two rak'ahs. Because... Like uh, he left Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in one of the hadith, he said he left his, the comfort of his bed, the beauty of his wife, and he got up to pray for me. Allahu Akbar. So this is not go to waste. So ya akhwan, two rak'ah. Either before Isha, before you sleep, or when you get up before Fajr, two rak'ah. And in your sujood, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whatever you want. After you make your salam, raise your hands. This is when Allah descends to the first heaven in a way that befits His majesty. And He's asking, what do you want so I can give you? What do you want, ya akhi? You want Jannah? You want righteous children? You want a good husband? You want money? You want forgiveness? What do you want? Allah is asking. And me and you are snoring. Snoring. And then you ask the brother, oh, I'm having so much problems, so many problems with my wife, so many problems with my, with my husband, so many problems with my children. Yeah, he got up in the middle of the night and asked Allah, uh, is there anything else, brother? <laughs> ya Allah, la ilaha illallah. We want solutions and we don't want to do anything. And he's, he told us, alayhi salatu wasalam, he told us the solution. Allah is asking, what do you want? Subhanallah, can you imagine somebody say, come to the masjid at 4 o'clock in the morning and there will be a, here a, a, a guy who has 50 billion dollars and he's going to ask you, what do you want? We'll be here at 3 o'clock just to be on the safe side, maybe there's no space. <laughs> Allah, Malik al-Muluk. 
the ghani is saying, what do you want? Let him see you at that time, raising your hands, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, my wife. Ya Allah, my children. Ya Allah, Jannah. Ya Allah, Ya... Cry. We want stuff and we don't want to do anything. We want so many, huge list every one of us have. Ya he get up. He's asking, Subhana, the Rahim, the Rahman, the Qawi, the Azim is asking. And we have so many needs. Let him see you at that time raising your hands. Or let him see you with your head on the ground and the tears are wetting. Just like the Salaf, just like our ulama, just like our A'imma. The, the, the place of sujood used to be so wet. The wife of the, of the, of the Awza'i, Imam Al-Awza'i, a woman, woman came to visit her. And she, while she was walking in her room, she stepped on something wet. She told her, somebody, maybe one of the children here have... You know, urinated in your husband's uh, where he prays. She said, this is not urine. This is his tears from the night. This is his tears, Imam al-Awza'i. This is his tears from the night, ya akhwan. Like I always remind myself and I remind you. When is the last time you cried? When is the last time you cried? Subhanallah, ya akhwan. وَلَقَدْ صَدَّقَ عَلَيْهِمْ إِبْلِيسُ Iblis came and fooled us and we thought that خلص Jannah is in my pocket. Right? Every time we imagine Jannah, I see myself. And every time I close my eyes and imagine hell, I see everybody I know that sin, but I never see myself. I am, uh, no, me, no Jahannam for me. Guaranteed, Jannah is in my pocket. I pray Fajr and Jama'ah, I'm done. I gave $1,000 to Epic last week, finish. Jannah is guaranteed. So, ya akhwan, please, a lot of people, a lot of people do not know the weight of these 10 days. Please. This lecture will be on, 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 on YouTube. Copy the link and send it to everybody. Remind them, inshallah ta'ala. Subhanallah, wallahi ya akhwan. Brother Umar is not here. He comes to Fajr. He's from Tanzania. On my way to Arlington last year, I was driving to Arlington. It was one hour drive. A brother called me from New York and he said, Brother Bajur, can you please record just two, three minutes? I want to send it to my group on WhatsApp. Quick recording about the Hijjah. So I was driving, I recorded to him and I sent it. Brother Umar, this was last year. You're talking about, now we are, it's August last year. Brother Umar came from Tanzania. He said, Brother Bajur, I got a message from Tanzania <laughs> and the guy sounds like you. He got the same message I recorded to the guy from Tanzania. And today somebody called me from India. They got the message that I recorded from on, go on the way to Arlington from India. The point I'm trying to make is do not belittle the amal, the small amal that you make, huh? that you do. Send something. You never know who's going to benefit from it. A lot of people are aware of Ramadan. Everybody knows about Ramadan. But when these days come, not too many people know. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us alive to witness these days and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from the people in these days to work their best inshallah. Siyam, qiyam, sadaqat, Quran, everything inshallah. Barakallah feekum, jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.